What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover a better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I am your host, Josh K. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, no, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hey, so this episode, we're talking about what it means to hold on to your identity, hold on to your deeper purpose, and really pursue that and not sacrifice it for a relationship. Your purpose must come before your relationship. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about, if you guys want to look at this and kind of dig into it a little bit on your own, um, the way of the superior man, I talk about a lot of this stuff and a lot of this context. While this book in particular by David Dieta talks about the per, the like male perspective of being on your purpose, being on your pursuit, being on your journey, um, you can obviously translate this to a female perspective. So it's not, it's not strictly, it doesn't have to be just guys, right? It can be both sides of that spectrum, both sides of that. And the important part is, is to just take away the bigger message that I'm going to talk about. So in this one, particularly going over what it means to like hold true to your truths, to the things that are true to you and not really sacrifice those uh, in order to keep a relationship or in order to keep somebody around. And the reason that this is so important, so this, this comes to me, right? So <laughs> there's there's been a few times, right, where you, you go through things and if you're not confident in who you are, you're not comfortable by yourself, you haven't taken the time to heal and to learn and to do all the little things that you need to, then you're going to kind of struggle with holding your purpose as your deeper truth, as your highest truth, right? Um, you're going to be willing more to sacrifice that to be with somebody because you almost you kind of want that comfort of having the the relationship of, of having somebody else there than necessarily you being on your own, than you you being true to yourself and kind of just doing you. You're not super comfortable in, in being on your own. So you almost need to have someone else. You almost need to kind of hold on, if you will, to having another person in your life to kind of, I don't know, give you that happiness since you can't really find it in yourself. Um, so breaking this down, what I'm going to do is, so I want to actually read it's kind of just going back through. I read this book actually a few times um, since I've gotten it, and I just go through every now and then, and I'll I'll start at random points and just kind of read through. Um, but what I was doing this past week, and when I was reading through it, I came across this one chapter, and I, I was really like, you know what, this is this is really important because it's been something that's been big to me in the past. Uh, I'd say maybe like a month or so, especially with all the stuff leading up to the election and kind of holding your ground and staying true to who you are. I really felt like I was sacrificing my inner truth and my deeper self. So getting kind of like out of relationships altogether and really just talking about me, who I am and my, we'll say virtual presence, but who I am in myself and am I sacrificing that to try and keep, we'll say quote unquote friendships or relationships alive. And I was right. I, I really, I really was. And I got to a point where this is kind of like eating me up inside. I was almost hiding myself, like because I'm I'm a conservative guy, right? I believe I believe in personal freedoms and individual liberties, and uh, and I'm very very strong about that. I, I think that's very 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 important for us all to be able to choose and do and and determine our own success and our own happiness, and not rely on other people, right? Not not be victims to other people, and. I felt like I was hiding that to keep certain people or certain relationships, I don't know, in, in my life. And it was really eating me up because I felt like I was constantly shadowing this and becoming somebody different and not really standing up for my truer self. And what's important to remember when I was reading through this book, 
and I came across this particular this particular chapter was it feels like you're not you're not upholding your own standards and other people can see that other people can kind of like dig in and they can they they feel this sense of um, inauthenticity that you have with who you are because you're not being totally open and totally direct about who you are and something that's really important especially when you're going through your own like growth journey and you're becoming yourself people that are confident on their own or comfortable with themselves the the high quality people in the world they don't care what other people think they don't they don't give two flying fucks about it because they know what they're doing is the best thing that they can do and they're doing it and they're giving it their all and they're giving it everything that they've got and they don't care what other people say if other people are going to fight them about it or think less of them then they're like whatever i don't need you in my life right i don't need you to be somebody that's going to be around me because you're only going to drag me down and stop me from fulfilling my purpose and that's really 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 important to remember so what i'm gonna do i want to read actually a, a part out of this book so it's one of the uh, intros to the chapter but it, i think it's it's huge because it hits this whole thing right in the head and then we I'll talk about it hereafter but it says every man again this comes from the male perspective so you can relay it both ways but i'm going to talk strictly from the male side so every man knows that his higher purpose in life cannot be reduced for any particular relationship if a man prioritizes his relationship over his highest purpose he weakens himself disserves the universe and cheats his woman of an authentic man who can offer her full undivided presence admit to yourself that if you have to choose one or the other the perfect intimate relationship or achieving your higher purpose in life you would choose to succeed at your purpose just this self-knowledge often relieves the pressure a man feels to prioritize his relationship when in fact it's not his highest priority your mission is your priority unless you know your mission and have aligned your life to it your core will feel empty and that's really important to, to remember your presence in the world will be weakened your presence with your intimate partner will also be weakened the next time you notice yourself giving in to your woman postponing your mission and denying your true purpose in order to spend time with her stop tell her you love her but you must pursue your deeper self so with that being said i think that's kind of just the the deepest level of what all of that is saying is like you cannot deny who you are for anyone else it doesn't even have to be a relationship it doesn't even have to be a job or a career you just you cannot deny who you are for anybody else because when you do that you start telling yourself that you're you're not what you feel you should be right you're not you're not giving it your full potential your full purpose when i was noticing that I was kind of hiding my beliefs and hiding who I was because of either being ridiculed, being condemned. Uh, family members have been like attacked, verbally attacked and stuff um, about it. I had people, you know, shouting stuff at me at, uh, at Home Depot and the grocery store and stuff. So in order to like kind of stop that, I started to kind of hide these beliefs that I had, right? These, these inner truths, these deeper, deeper truths that I had in myself. And what it started to do was really eat me up really started to eat me up inside and i i wasn't even sure to the point where if i ever wanted to bring stuff like that on the podcast if i ever wanted to make that a public thing like i wanted to tell people right because you're you, you get you get kind of scared of like telling those things and kind of sharing those things with the world but uh, i think i truly believe like other people can feel that people can feel when you're being inauthentic or you're not being truly honest you're kind of like beating around the bush and people tend to gravitate more to the person who is completely authentic, completely true, completely honest, and almost has a sense of vulnerability about it. 
And I've really noticed that about the people that I open up to or the people that I connect with is the people that are authentic and vulnerable with me. I did a whole episode, I think, on the secret to a successful relationship, and it really boils down to just being vulnerable, being authentic and being vulnerable in a relationship. And that's who you're going to connect with, right? You're going to connect with somebody that's going to be vulnerable and open with you because they're almost trusting you, and that trust from them allows you to also trust them back. So being able to do that, being able to be open, authentic, and vulnerable to, to somebody or to an audience or to, to anybody, really just to yourself, gives you the permission to kind of pursue your greatest purpose and your bigger purpose. Um, thinking back through uh, my life as an example, when I talk about the, uh, the relationships, right, the three relationships that I had, the, the marriage, the first one after the marriage, after the divorce, the, uh, and then the second one, through through those relationships, really until really until that second relationship that I got out of the, the last one I've ever been in, I I did not do that right. I sacrificed kind of my inner self and my deeper purpose for making a woman or making a rela- relationship happy. I I was not able to put myself in front of a relationship. I kind of thought like the relationship should be the most important thing in your life, and you should want that over anything else. But I have learned since. And reading books like this and, and studying and, and following different people and kind of just hearing what mentors and stuff have to say. That's not necessarily the case. Did a lot of counseling to kind of learn this and really to get this message across my head. But you really have to be able to be honest with yourself, be true with yourself and put yourself first. Because if you're not putting yourself first, you're going to build this resentment. You're going to build this anger kind of for the other person because you're denying your inner your inner purpose you're denying your your inner happiness you're denying your own happiness to make them happy in a regard it's kind of like that old saying happy wife happy life right ha ha funny funny everybody loves it i fucking hate it i think that's the worst thing in the world and if anybody truly believes in that you're going to have a destructive relationship i i'm not kidding so i, I get it right some people joke about it and that's fine i think joking is fine I absolutely can joke about it but if you are with somebody that genuinely believes that, that genuinely believes you must have a happy wife in order to have a happy life, then you're completely disregarding your own yourself. You're discounting everything that's important to you and putting a relationship in front of your purpose. If you're sacrificing things that you need to do to make you happy, I don't think you're with the right person. The right person should be able to understand and know and almost tell you, right, force you kind of out to go do things that are more important to you than trying to spend time with them. I know a, uh, there's a, there's a couple that I'm pretty close with some friends of mine and, uh, the guy goes out, I'd say, what is it? Once, uh, once every other week or so, maybe once a month. And he just goes out and, the, and his, his wife does the same thing, but he goes out with his friends and, uh, and he just goes out, he's got two or three close buddies and they just go and, you know, grab drinks and sit in a booth and kind of just hang out for, for an entire evening. Uh, sometimes they'll go smoke cigars. Sometimes they'll, you know, go to a go to a bar or something. But they'll usually just go and just spend guys' night, watch football or do whatever. But they'll just hang out, grab wings, watch watch the game, and and drink and just spend time together. And that's kind of his like release. He likes to smoke pipe. He, he tries to be classy like that. But <laughs> he uh, he he really that's his that's his like release. Like that's his thing. That's what he likes to do. And his wife knows that, and she's insanely supportive of it to the point where. If they question putting it off or if they question canceling it or whatever, she's encouraging to the point where she tells them, like, no, you, you need to do it. Like, you guys need to do this. 
Like, why would you cancel it? Don't do that. That's dumb. Like, you guys have never done that before. Like, go. Like, you guys have way too much fun doing that stuff. Like, you need these releases to go once a month. And you need to have a relationship like that that's supportive of the things that are important to you. Because if you don't, then you're going to be missing that, right? You're going to feel that change, that energy kind of being drained away from you. And you don't want that, right? You want somebody that's going to be supportive. Think of how different that is. Having a relationship where somebody supports you going to do the things that are important to you, that almost kind of like pushes you to continue to do better, as opposed to somebody who discourages you from doing that, that wants you to stay home. There is an example in the book, um, in this book here, The Way of Superior Man, that talks about, think of the example when there's a, uh, we'll say World War II, right? And there's a guy and a girl, and the guy has to go off to war. And they're together, maybe they're, they're not married, they're just dating or something, but a guy and a girl, uh, super in love, right? They want to get married, they, they want all this stuff because they're, they're deeply in love. And the guy knows he has to go off to war. But there's a high likelihood, obviously, that he won't come home. And the girl is bawling, crying, super destroyed, like her heart is being ripped out of her chest, that he has to leave. And he's given her a last goodbye. And he knows, right, he knows that his purpose is he must go fight this war. He must go to battle and do the righteous thing and pursue and protect his own integrity and his own purpose, his, his deeper truth. She doesn't want him to, obviously, right? She, she wants him to stay there and to do all these things. But she knows that she must let him go. He must go to accomplish this mission, this journey that he has for himself. And he leaves and she's completely destroyed and completely broken. Now that is an example of putting your purpose in front of your relationship. Here's the alternative to that situation. Imagine that same scenario, but instead the guy, I don't know, comes back the next day and he's like, I'm running away. Like, I'm not going, we're not doing this. I'm going to stay here with you. We're going to have a family. We're going to raise a family and, and I'm not going to go fight this war. While she may be, right, while his woman may be excited and may be ecstatic and may, may feel so restored and rejuvenated, there's going to be a part of her that doesn't trust him because she knows that he... He knows his purpose is to go, and he's denying his purpose. He's denying his inner truth in order to stay with her. And that starts this breakdown of trust. It starts breaking down the trust that she has in him. And in a sense, it starts deteriorating the trust that he has for himself to follow his own purpose and his own passion, his own path. He starts putting her in front of him. And what that does is it starts changing kind of like, the, the trust mindset of everything that's happening and slowly will deteriorate things. And it slowly builds this resentment in the relationship because she feels like she can't trust him anymore. It gets to a point where she can't trust that he is always going to make the decision that's best for him. And a woman needs a leader, a girl, a, a, a true woman that embraces masculinity in a guy needs somebody that can follow their purpose, that can be that leader and provide that guidance, that direction. Remember that the pure masculine is like a canal, right? It gives structure, it gives guidance, it gives purpose, it gives direction. Whereas the pure feminine is like the free-flowing ocean. It's an ocean and it flows almighty and all-powerful in all directions. It gives all of its energy wherever it's needed. And, and given the canal, it gives it a direction, it gives it a purpose, it gives it something to do, right? It gives it, it gives it what it needs. It gives the water the direction to make itself useful, to make, give itself purpose. So the woman seeks guidance. She seeks the structure. She seeks somebody 
that can stick to their truth. And if a guy can't do that, if he starts to deny his truth in order to spend time with her and to make her happy and to put the relationship in front of his purpose, then she, then he, it's not on, it's not on her, it's, it's on him. He starts to destroy that trust and then she stops trusting him. She slowly stops trusting him and it builds that resentment. It decays the relationship and it ultimately leads to, to destroying the relationship. So guys, I want you guys to think about that. And I want you to be very, very, very deliberate in the way that you go forward on this. I used to be somebody, trust me, I used to think that that's what you had to do. You had to put the relationship first because they should be the most important thing in your life. And that's just the way I was raised, right? I was raised that my mom always told me that your relationship, your spouse should be the most important person in your life. And I agree, they probably should be the most important person in your life, but they should not be the most important thing in your life. The most important thing is you. You are the most important thing to yourself. If you cannot maintain your own inner peace, you will not be able to give that to anybody else. If you want to be able to give it to someone else, genuinely give that to somebody else. You need to be able to hold that truth to yourself. You need to be able to hold yourself to your own standards. Otherwise, it's going to destroy you and every other relationship you have. It's not even, and don't even get tied around that this has to be with a significant other. This can be with friends, family, anybody. If you can't hold true to yourself, no one's going to trust you. They're going to break down. They don't know that you're going to follow what you're supposed to do, what you know you want to do. People are going to stop following you. They're going to stop trusting. It's going to deteriorate and decay relationships that you have. So, so really take this to heart. Really, really, really take this to heart. Follow your path. Stay true to your core. Stay true to your purpose. Put yourself first because by doing so, you can then give what you need to to the relationship appropriately. I, I swear to God, any girl I know would much rather have 30 minutes of pure, dedicated, honest time with her guy than all the time in the world that she needs whenever, like all the time. It's overwhelming. It's too much. It's not enough. He's not doing enough with his life. He's not giving purpose, giving direction to his life. Think about what girls put on their uh, dating profiles, right? When you go on Hinge or whatever, I don't use anything else, but We'll say you go on Hinge, right? And uh, what's one of the, like, the things that girls say that they like? It's always, it's, every dating profile is always the same. It's always they want some guy that's driven, that's passionate, that has purpose, right? Something that drives him, something that gives him to something he's trying to go after and accomplish and do and, and, and succeed in. Every girl wants a guy. They don't care. It never says, I want the rich guy. It never says, I want a guy that has a Lamborghini or a big tall house or you know, a, a mansion in the mountains or a beach house or whatever. It never says that. It's always, I want somebody that's driven. I'm attracted to somebody who is, who is driven or is passionate, who has a purpose, who does more with his life, who is bigger and can bring me what they're not saying is, and can bring me along on this journey and give me that passion and purpose in a relationship. Every, every girl desires a guy that can give her this beautiful passion. And you can't have that unless you are dedicated to yourself. You must follow your own passion, your own purpose. Otherwise, you're not going to find somebody that's, that's there along with you. You're going to find somebody that's broken just the way you are. Somebody that's willing to sacrifice that. Think about that, right? Think about if you were to come across a girl that is willing to drop anything to be with you, to to do whatever it is you want to do or whatever. She's willing to drop anything. She could be going out and have a, you know, a thing scheduled on the calendar to go out with the girls, 
for like a month. And all of a sudden, what, the night the night she's going out, you text her and you're like, hey, I want to spend time with you. And she says, okay. And she, she drops everything, without question, she drops everything. And she comes and spends that time with you. I don't, I don't know about anybody else. I can almost guarantee everybody's going to be in the same boat. But I wouldn't like that. I actually don't like that. I want somebody that's like, well, I've had this with the girls for a long time. Like, let's do this when I, like, when I get back, like, we can be together, right? We'll watch a movie or we'll do something like that. Like, that is much more satisfying than a girl who's like, I'm going to I'm gonna cancel on them and, and, and not go out. Like, well, you've been planning this for a long time. Isn't this, like, important to you? Because if she's willing to do that with them, something that's important to her with friends, she's probably willing to do the same thing with me. Or questions, I don't know, it just brings question into everything. Just think about that, right? Think of those examples. It's all kind of important stuff. So I think that's that's something that I just I came across today. I really wanted to bring it up because I think that's huge, something I didn't realize. I will say that first relationship outside of my marriage was I didn't, at the time, I did not realize kind of what was going on. But that was something, that was me in the relationship, right? I was somebody who was willing to drop everything and sacrifice who I was to spend time with that girl in the relationship. I mean, shit, I wasn't, I wasn't hiking. I wasn't snowboarding. I think we were together over the summer. So there wasn't too much snowboarding, I guess, that could be done. But a lot of hiking can be done, and I wasn't doing that. Um, traveling, I don't think I visited family. I don't think I, like, there's a lot of things that I didn't do because, like, things that I do myself usually that I didn't do because I was spending more time with her. Like fucking like video games. I hang out with a lot of friends playing video games. And the, it's just the way we stay connected. I mean, they're all over the country, uh, you know, doing all sorts of different stuff. And that's the one way we stay connected is we'll all grab a beer for a couple hours in, at the, in the evening, a couple times a week. And we'll just sit down and we'll play video games together and just hang out, catch up and, and have a good time. And I didn't do that. I stopped doing that with these guys because I was dating her. And, and it was destructive to myself. Now, again, I didn't see it, but it was. It was happening. And I think she did. I, you know, she felt it, right? The girl kind of, girls are very powerful and, and unique in this and that they have the ability to have a, I think, a better in tune understanding with themselves. They're more, they're more in tune with their, their inner selves. They can kind of feel emotions and vibrations and stuff, I think, a little bit better than guys. Guys probably have to be like trained to do it or very deliberately like practice. Whereas girls, I think, are more in tune with this. Um, but So I think she felt it. Whether or not she knew that, she might not have known that, but I think she definitely felt it. And that's kind of what led to this distance. She started to, like, distance herself because I think she felt like I wasn't I wasn't uh, pursuing my purpose. And I wasn't giving her kind of the direction and the guidance that she needed in the relationship. And that's, that's important to have. A girl has to have that. Absolutely. She must. And I didn't, I wasn't providing that. So it's important to think about. It's important to stay focused on that. I have a good friend back home, one of my oldest friends, and he's really, really, really good about that. He uh, he went after his uh, current wife now. He went after her in high school. And uh, she was dating somebody else, but he knew he wanted to be with her. And he went after her, ended up getting the girl. And they've been together ever since. I think he said last night it was 11 years. This is their like 11-year anniversary, so they've been together. And they're awesome together, but he, he does not sacrifice himself at all. He puts himself and his own happiness in front of the relationship. And that doesn't mean, don't anybody get confused on this, that I'm saying, like, disown your fucking woman. 
or treat her like shit or leave her because she should absolutely be precious to you. You should absolutely be precious in that relationship. She, she should be, right, the, the one you want to give everything to. But you're not sacrificing yourself to do that, right? You're, and he holds true to himself. And because of that, his woman has like a burning passion to be with him. She, she loves being with him and he loves being with her. He can give her everything because he's very deliberate about the time he spends with her. He's very deliberate about making sure the time that they give is quality. And he's, he's, he's happy. A happy guy brings positivity and energy, robust energy to a relationship, direction, purpose, a higher sense. And the woman can give her passion and her purity to the relationship to a guy that can do that for her, can like protect and allow her to be vulnerable and open. It's important. That's what, that's when the woman shines. It's when the girl shines in a relationship, the feminine energy shines when she has that kind of like vulnerability and that ability to open up and be completely vulnerable to somebody, to a guy, but she's not going to do that unless the guy can pursue his own passion, his own purpose and doesn't sacrifice for anything else. Cause then she knows that she's there with him and there's nothing questioning it. So I want you guys to take that stuff, write it down, read it. I'm not kidding you guys. If you haven't read the book, I think not only for guys, but I think it's very, 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 very useful for girls because it talks about giving it from the male perspective so the girls you can get a, a definitely a better look on it but check out the book the way of the superior man it's by david dieta very 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 good it's a spiritual mastering of like the masculine energy and how the feminine blends in with it as well so i want you guys to track check that out um like always make sure you guys like subscribe share this episode with anybody else that needs to hear it you can find us on apple podcasts that's where you can do all the ratings and everything you can also find us on spotify that's the most popular platform that it sounds like we're listening to or we're being listened to. And if you guys have any feedback, anything you want to send me, any episodes or questions you want to have questions answered or episodes you liked in particular, please follow me, send me DMs uh, on Instagram at fulfillment underscore podcast. And that's about it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and let me know what you guys think. I'll talk to you in the next one. All right, see ya.